following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to the most exciting, interesting, and sometimes informative radio show on Earth. I always say this other than, other than the alien shows, because you know what? An alien show late at night, driving across Nevada. They're pretty good. Late, <laughs> oh, when there's a yeah. storm going, and your car's starting to sputter, and the gas tank is getting low, and you're by yourself. And you see a gray man sitting out there with great oh, big eyeballs. You, and you've got to be playing those alien shows later. That is, that is the ultimate thrill. <laughs> Forget going on a roller coaster. That is a thrill. True. Uh, now, Joe, did you hear? Did you see the alien come down and snatch your wife? Yeah, yeah, I did. He took her right away. <laughs> took the car also, the 1979 Dodge Dart. <laughs> Apparently they want to probe the Dart and see what's going on with it. <laughs> well, remember, you know, if you want to call in and talk to us, it's 855-LAW-RADIO. Tweet us at Radio Law Talk or email us after uh, the show. A lot of times uh, people hear this uh, later It's as it's replayed or simulcast. Um uh, you can always uh, go to our website at www.radiolawtalk.com and uh, look at the podcast. You can look, search by uh, topic. You can put down any topic and it'll find it for you, our show, and you can go listen to that show, especially coming up next week or the week after. It's Christmas time. So it's very important to use us and use those shows and our quotes around the dinner table to just snatch that Uncle Joe when he brings up the. You know what they say. And my brother and I were last night at a game, and my brother said, and I brought this up to him, and he said, I, it cracks me up. You always say that they say on your show. And he said, you know what I hate worse than anything? I said, what? He said, I hate people that say, and what not? Yeah, <laughs> and what not? Wait, what is what not? A lazy, a lazy language habit of saying, yeah. I have more to think on this, but I can't think of it right now. Right, right now, yeah, or what not. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know that this is the way it is and what not. What, what's what not? So, again, if they bring up the they say or the what not, you've got Radio Law Talk to help you out. This hour, we're going to do a case or no case. Uh, last hour, it was so exciting because I won two points and Denise and Todd did nothing. Mm. And uh, we're going to talk uh, this hour about the latest divorce news. There's some lawsuits that are very interesting. We've got to talk about Rudy Giuliano's divorce. I, it's just it's like a car crash on the side of the road. you got to look. And it's interesting some of the things that they fight over. And we're going to talk this hour about some of the interesting things that we have heard and witnessed and dealt with in the courtroom of what people are fighting over in divorces. Denise has some great stories. I've got a few I've heard from individuals, but we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to get into a little bit about Taylor Swift's latest lawsuit when it comes down to... uh, you know, the, the copyright issues of songs. So before before we go on and do any of that, the most important thing, Cal, is to roll case or no case. Okay, I think I'd like to do that, but I, I'm not going to roll the open because okay. my little right. beat. And I think, well, maybe I will. I, I, right, I, it's try. it's a hard choice. All right, here we go. Here's the, here's the Now it's time to here play Case or No Case. Yay! All right. We are all familiar with Ray Kroc, the conniving man who took an engineer's approach to fast food, 
stole it from the inventors, basically, worked all the way around it, completely overhauled it, and made now the most successful franchise model in the world, known as McDonald's. Yes. Well, we know that Mr. Kroc could get, to put it kindly, a little aggressive. And so one franchise group, their agreement was up for renewal, and Mr. Kroc decided he wanted to up their franchise fees significantly. They said no. So this group decided we're going to break away from Mr. Kroc. We're going to make our own fast food chain, Scotty's. Scotty's theme, instead of golden arches, was plaid on the table like, like Scotch tartan, Scotty's. They had the Scotty burger and a jolt cola. Those are their mainstay dishes. Mr. Kroc immediately called his lawyers and said, make Scotty's stop. Make it stop. And I ask you, Mr. <laughs> Penny case oh. or no case make scotty stop make it stop make it stop yeah. i watched yeah. the movie you know what as much as people you know say that mr croc was a he was a genius i don't care what anybody say that guy was a genius what did he think about instead of making money on fast food and the food items i'm going to make money on real estate isn't mcdonald's one of the largest Land Real holders, estate yes. landholders in the world yep. uh, that's that's privately, you know, they're not other than the government. The, the success, um, I, I'd heard at one time the success of a McDonald's franchise, if one opens up, is north of 90%. I mean, you open it up, it's going to make money. You follow yeah. their model, they have everything set out for you. You just got to have the right. cash to lay down, right? Oh, the, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I know of a couple of guys that hold four or five franchises. and I think uh, the weird thing is the guys money. he got the idea from, he promised them a little tiny override. Right. Lied about putting it in the contract and never gave of a dime. They died. But guess broke what? Yeah. yeah, it is. But what's interesting about that is that a lot of times happens. The, the 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 brainchilds behind making these things right, but they're not good marketing. This guy was a marketing. Oh, genius. he was. He, he yeah. was a marketing. Genius. Absolutely. Okay. The answer is I'm going to say it's a case, uh, and I'm going to say that Scotty's loses because I've never heard of Scotty's, so that means that they must have lost and shut down. <laughs> but there is a uh, a recent lawsuit against a Utah company that was competing against in an outburger that had a similar theme and in an outburger sued them and they it shut the company down and the, the one of the biggest issues here that even I have a problem I have a little bit of a problem with is McDonald's has got all the money in the world to beat Scotty's to the ground and whether it's good or bad or right or wrong that's the scary part about it is maybe yeah. Scotty's could have legally done what they do, but they couldn't fight the McDonald's Monies money. can buy power, right? And that's right. what yeah. I'm saying. So I'm saying Scotty loses, uh, they go away, McDonald's wins and says you're copying some of our uh, trade secrets that you probably they probably signed a contract says you can't in the in the uh, in the franchise agreement you cannot do this or that and they breached it and McDonald's wins Scotty's goes away and now there is no such thing as Scotty's Burgers. What say you, Mr. Cunin? Well, I always have to ask why is Cal asking this? What is interesting about this case? Because it seems like it would be you know just a run of the mill case if they're copying the business plan and and what have you. And what so, have you? And what? And uh, no, that's what have you. And not, what not? And not, not and and what, what not. not? I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I did exactly what I, you I almost said, said it. I said in what, what have, have you. you? I didn't say and what not. <laughs> no. uh, but I think the thing that makes this interesting, and I won't say the movie, but I believe that this scenario may have been the basis for a subplot in a very famous movie that came out, I believe, in the 80s. 
And what um, movie would that be? And, and I, I will say it after the break so okay. that people come back. All but right. I am going to say <clears throat> that this is a case. I'm going to say that uh, Scotty's loses. But the thing that makes this interesting is that this, I believe, is the scenario that laid the groundwork for the movie. Interesting. Miss Dirks, what say, so are you saying this is a case of Scotty's losers just like Fred? Yes. Okay. And Denise, what say you? Uh, I think it's a case, too. Darn it. Uh, you want to go the opposite. I do. I just want to like play some strategery. Do it. Just just do it. Go out. No, every time you say do it, I lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got a point there. <laughs> quick. Do it quick. We'll okay. Do it. I'll tell you what. I'm going to say that it is... A case, and Scotty wins. All right, we're going to be back with with case or no case. You got a little bit, one extra point you can make there. So we're going to be back to find out what happens with Scotty's. All right, now don't forget that you're welcome to weigh in. You can weigh in on Twitter, of course, on our Twitter account. You can send an email, info at radiolotdoc.com. Most importantly, you can just keep listening to the show and momentarily we'll tell you how it all comes out right here on Case or No Case on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. Legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car wash. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? 
I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. Am too, am too. Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work. There's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking, now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. DAV helps veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran. I didn't want to admit it, but I have PTSD. So veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory was finding help and learning that I wasn't alone. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Are you serious? Oh, come on. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. All right, we're talking about the case or no case. This is interesting. The question is, Ray Kroc, the famous McDonald's guy, uh, by the way, I, I'm, I've got to say something anecdotally. It's just anecdotal, but it's so it's on my mind, and I didn't want to say it. I'm saying it. The funniest video I saw the other day is a video of a guy that dresses up as a McDonald's, as Ronald McDonald. He dresses up just like him, and he goes into the Burger King. <laughs> Burger King. He's like, "Hey, you're messing with me, man." He mess- and he says all these funny things, and they'll go. You know, he just—it's just that funny because it's totally anecdotal, but it's the funniest I love it. thing to watch this guy dress up as the wrong. <laughs> and he'll pull up at the Burger King uh, drive-through and he'll order something. <laughs> he's in his Ronald McDonald suit, and then he's like, "Wait a minute, man! I don't like this. This isn't as good as mine." And, uh, anyway, so okay, anecdotal. That's great. The premise here is that a, a group of franchisees broke away from McDonald's, started a chain known as Scotty's in the Midwest. And Ray Kroc tried to sue them to stop them, claiming they were taking, uh, you know, taking a fran- violating a franchise agreement. Now, uh, all of you said that this was not a case. Am I no, correct? No, we all that? said it is a case. Oh, 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 that's what you said. It okay. is a case. Denise said, uh, Todd and I said that that Scotty's loses, and Denise said Scotty's wins. Well, for all of you who said it was a case, Miss, that would be all three of you. Oh, so sad. Oh my God. It's gosh. so sad. It's a uh, scenario. Let, let me explain what happened. All right. I okay. Scotty's did, in fact, start up. They ended up being very successful and became a target for a takeover because of their ability to compete with McDonald's in the same markets. So eventually, they were bought out by Hardee's, who was eventually bought out by 
Carl's Jr. So those Scott, most of those Scotty's locations in the Midwest are still in business, all 120 of them, still in business after wow. this after this little battle with Ray Kroc. Now, the key giveaway should have been Jolt Cola because they put in there also not only a, a restaurant chain that was out of business, but a drink you can no longer buy. Oh, yeah. What was that drink called? <laughs> Jolt Cola is what I put in there. So Jolt. I think it's gone. But anyway, I thought it was fun. And, and much to Denise's chagrin, that, ladies and gentlemen, is... You should have. <laughs> you should have, Denise. I told you. This case. The opposite. Or no case. So but, here's the question. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Scotty's is still going? Um, but is it, are they called Scotty's? No, or they're, are they, they're, they're they're called... they took them over. They, they, uh, my understanding is, based on the limited research I did in the newspaper article I read... They are still going as Hardee's and or Carl's gotcha, Jr. Right? Gotcha. So they just went and bought them out. So that's a good location. There is a, a Scotty's drive-in in Forest Grove, Oregon. Yeah, they're still making. But that's these, just that, that's not probably. That's a, one. It's not part of the chain. Yeah, it's I'm not sure. part of the chain. It's probably just someone that, that's the Scotty's. It's kind of a cool thing that people took on yeah. Ray Kroc, and in a sense, they won. They got bought out. Yeah, yeah but good for them. By the way, the uh, the the movie that I referenced, that yes. I said I thought it might, it was Coming to America with sure. Eddie Murphy and yes. uh, because there was the the love interest that he had her father ran a restaurant called mcdowell's and it had arches and everything and there's even one scene where he's pulling out the mcdonald's employee manual or the store manual and and reading through it so that he can know how to run his business and so i thought well yeah it might have been might have been what it was based on or whatnot or, or what there, there had to be something wrong in the contract well obviously but they're not the only ones to have tried to take on ray Kroc. most have lost scotty's yes. is the only one i could find where they actually were able to get to the point where they could sell out you know, which was good for Hardee's because they just changed all the equipment on the inside. So you talking about if I want to start a, I'm thinking of starting a restaurant and call it Big Smack. I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, you can have a I'm burger good. called the Big Smack. Big or, Smack, it'll be good. Or in a drug town, people would say, now we're talking. That's it. <laughs> That's right. Well, the interesting is, is, is one of those restaurants, and they still call them Hardee's in the South and over there, even though it's part of the Carl's Jr. franchise. And they don't have the same things on the menu. When I was living in Northeast Tennessee, I went to Hardee's expecting to get some things, and they didn't have them, but they a lot were really close. Um, yeah, but there's was the Hardee's pretty good. Is it pretty good food? Yeah, it's it's, char, know, it's charboiled burgers. It looks it, it like looks a Burger like King a, kind of. Yeah, and they had Mama Cass Elliot do their jingle. Hurry on down to Hardee's where the burgers are charcoal broiled, and it was Mama Cass Elliot, ironically, who choked to death on a sandwich. Tuna. It was a tuna sandwich. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a burger, but still, really? it's just ironic. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. That. yeah, but yeah. but she's one of my favorite singers oh, ever. Yeah, so but Carl's so Jr. Good. does offer a thing called the Big Carl, which is a Big Mac but without the center bun. It's got the same sauce. It looks just sure. like it. Same I've burger, tried it. Yeah. It tastes like it. They just don't put that center bun in there. I'm waiting for McDonald's to come in and go. Yeah, okay, that's too close. Uh, too close come on especially given this history it's a fascinating segment and all of the interfighting and competition that goes on between food chains and so on it's pretty interesting it is and, and you know it, how do you come up with something different because they're that they, it's all kind of the same i guess a charbroiled thing i'll tell you what's coming out now that's starting to kind of get big in some of the states that I, I follow this a little bit, believe it or not. Unfortunately, that's why I'm gaining weight. Is um, <laughs> is the new they do the 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 uh, cheese sandwiches, like the gourmet cheese sandwiches. Oh, the like, toasted cheese. Well, yeah. they do the toasted yeah. cheese sandwich. Well, with the like, cheese that goes over the burger no, and then cooks no, no, down no, like no, that. No, 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 no. A normal a sandwich. Toasted cheese sandwich, like you make in your grill. Yeah. But they do it with chicken and. 
they'll put uh, like uh, roast beef in it, and they'll do a chicken and parmesan. Yeah, cheese and tomato soup are also big franchises right. as well. Where we, they're we, doing we've we've reached yeah. the Homer Simpson segment of the show. Where but <laughs> yeah. but speaking sandwich. of unique spaces, for <laughs> yes. example, Outback, you'd think, oh, an Australian company. Right. Nope. An American company that researched where they could fit into the market with a unique niche. It's not Australian at all, except in theme. has nothing to do with Australia, except wow. the name. Wow. So it's, it's just interesting uh, what, 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 did, Cal, does that have anything to do with divorces? Well, uh, I'm sure if you ate too much Outback or Scotty's, you know. It, maybe. <laughs> well, how does it, it do with divorces? It, it, because at one point in time, Scotty's was part of the McDonald's chain. They had a corporate divorce, and they went by the name Scotty's after that. So there we go. There's our segue. Segue into Justin Hartley's divorce. Denise, tell us about Justin Hartley's divorce. Well, Justin Hartley and his um, wife. Who is he? Who is he? Tell well, us. Well, he's, he's Kevin. He plays Kevin on This Is Us. So he plays the brother that was the Manny actor and um, has struggled with addiction. And But he's a very caring person. On the, on the show. On the show. And that show is just hot. That show's been on for Never a long time. It. Never seen it. It's good. Nor I. Yeah, sorry. yeah, it's really good. And then she, the wife's on Selling Sunset? Yes, which that I've never seen, so I can't tell you what that's about. But what I can say is that they were only married for two years. They've been together literally all the way up until November 22nd when Kevin files for divorce. So there's going to be a lot more to talk about when we come back because there's some theories as why he filed and what he's trying to protect. Is this the character or the real actor? The The key thing is the The date of separation. All right, we're going to talk all about that. Hold on. We're going to be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. 
and they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So we're talking about Justin Hartley's divorce. Um, and uh, Denise, you were, Todd's going to bring up in a second a little tidbit of why the divorce is occurring now or why there were certain dates that occurred in the separation divorce. Denise. Well, it was a shock to everybody that he filed because they've been married, you know, just two years. Um, apparently, they had different goals in marriage. She wanted to start having children and settle down. But he is kind of at the height now of his career. And he plays Kevin on This Is Us. And he has been in several different um, uh, daytime soap operas. And he has won um, awards and things. And they say right now his net worth is about seven million dollars. So million? That's mm-hmm. nothing for No, a, it's for not actor, much. Yeah. Well, he's on the rise though. Yeah, right, right, right. Um so Chriselle, she basically said, I feel like he's got a lucrative deal that he's signing or will sign and he wanted to make sure that I don't get a piece of it. And that seems to be likely. And the minute he filed, okay, so they were together. Um, he claims in his in his uh, petition for dissolution of marriage that they separated on July 8th, 2019. That date is important because the date of separation is when the community ends, and anything that he enters into contract-wise after that is going to be his own separate property. Anything he earns will be a separate property. Mm. So, but she says they were together right up until the day he filed, which was on November 22nd, 2019. So it's setting the stage now for there to be, have to be a bifurcated preliminary trial based upon what the true date of separation is. Bifurcated, meaning they'd have to determine the date separation before they went on to the other stuff? The property. What does that mean? That's exactly right. Okay. So they would have to determine the date of separation um, in court and have a legal determination, and then they would have the division of the assets. What determines this? Is that a document thing that you file, or do you just move out? I mean, how does that work? Well, it's at, it's codified now. That's a very interesting thing because it's yes. not it's not as easy well it's kind of convoluted and it got really convoluted when the Supreme Court this California, California Supreme Court yeah, yeah. touched it. It used to be for years and years that you just had to have objective and subjective factors. Objective factors you move out, you change your account. Subjective you tell your spouse I want a divorce. Your actions are showing that you want the separation. Then it went up to the Supreme Court, and in the Supreme Court, they kind of messed it up a little bit because they left open questions about – they raised questions about you have to be physically and financially separated now. Well, uh, during that time frame, um, we had a downturn in the economy, and a lot of people seriously could not move out. They had to divide and sell their home before they could move out. So um, there was a footnote in that Supreme Court decision that said we're not determining that issue of whether or not that's a physical separation or not. 
but you have to be physically and financially at the very least have your own account set up and no longer have marital relations. So the the case you're talking about is in Ray uh, or marriage of Davis. Yes. It was a 2015 case. Now, I am divorced and my divorce took place 5 years before this case and when we established the date of separation, we relied upon the fact that although still living under the same roof, we had manifest an intention to divorce, to separate, and and that that was good, even though the date that we got separate addresses was after the initial date. Oh, the way you t- you could tell that is she moved the Nintendo into another room for you? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, right. and, and, and whatnot. And then but, put a door lock on it on but, the outside. But the, <laughs> the cats went in the other room. Exactly. But here's what the court said <laughs> that, that, that really threw the monkey wrench into things. It said, and I quote, earnings and accumulations of a spouse while living separate and apart from each other are separate property of the spouse. And this means and has always meant that physical separation cannot occur until the spouses are living in two different addresses. And so that was a problem. Right. That, so then the legislature says, yeah, we don't like that law. So they passed and added uh, family codes, Section 70. 70. And Section 70 now has a two-part test. I thought it was three. Well, it, it, it might be a third part, but yeah. it, the first part right. says that data separation means when both of these things have occurred. One, the spouse has expressed to the other spouse his or her intent to end the marriage. It's one. Which is the subjective component yes. that we previously had. And two, the conduct of the spouse is consistent with his or her intent to end the marriage. So it's back to what everybody thought it was, moving into separate bedrooms in the same house, different wings. They know they want to get divorced, even though they have the same address, if you will, uh, for purposes of, for whatever reason they have it. Doesn't it also have a financial component? Well, it says here, uh, not not in section 70. There may be another one. Just, okay. There may be another one just below it. But the the important thing here is, I would be curious as this goes on, how is it that the two parties can have such in in Hartley and what's her name Summers or Hartley in this case? Yeah, Hartley it, and and um, Chriselle. How is it that they can have spouse. such different beliefs on the date of separation? If the very first criteria is making an ex, uh, making your feelings expressed and known to the other that you want to terminate the marriage, so well, it, it, you can't do it if you've been hiding the entire time, right? Yeah, but everybody was um, is in an agreement they were having a hard time in their marriage but, because they had two different views of what they were doing. Were the words "I divorce you" even you know mentioned? We don't know. That's going to come down to testimony. But that's going to have to. And, and if somebody raised a divorce, I mean, you've got a subjective divorce so discussion. So does that include intimate relations? Well, I mean, it absolutely does. So what if, like, you know, just had a fling, like, oh, what well, I got to just let me come on over just for one. And that's like, does that start it all that, over again? It, it does. That start the, oh, that starts this date. It's like, it's it like, does. It's like the statute of limitations in debt collection, you know. If you, statute of limitations in debt collection is four years. But if at three years and 11 months and 29 days, the credit card company calls you and says, hey, can you just make a $5 payment? And you say, all right, all right, I'll do that. I'll make a $5 you got another four years to go. Yeah, and, exactly. And that's, so so it, you want to hook up? Now we've told it again. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Don't fall have, for that. No. I have a lot of cases about that and relations over years. Who keeps the clock? 
I mean, both parties just keep their own version of the clock. Wife says, no, oh, we did this over here on Friday night. I mean, who keeps that clock? Is there like the, an the official part, record somewhere? Well, sure. Each party can take a um, journal and have a journal or a calendar. They keep track of those things on. And often that one of the parties has a reason to want to extend the marriage, such as making it a long-term marriage. And what that means in California is that... Any marriage that is longer than 10 years or 10 years and longer, it's going to be presumptively a long-term marriage and potentially long-term spousal support is that issue. I heard sometimes 19 years. Some, some are 19 Other years. states. Other states. Depends yeah. on your Yes, state. it depends. But Check California is relatively right. small. It's only right. 10 years. But, right. but the issue, as I understand it, the issue in this case isn't, I mean, there's no way they'd even come closer to two-year marriage. No, it's right? not. The, but she's but, asking for spousal support. She's asking for spousal support, which, if not a long-term marriage, you can still get it for short-term, but it's, it's a smaller duration. If it's not a long-term, it's usually, what, half the length of the marriage There's generally? a presumption that arises when in, in a case where it's not a long-term marriage that the reasonable period of time to pay the support would be one-half the length of the marriage. So if they were married for yeah. two years... He He'd gets, be get out in one. Yeah, and and the, the long and short of it is, this argument is over separate versus community property. Because he he's signing a big contract, yeah. right? I looked at his IMDb, while you were talking here, I looked at his IMDb page, okay, and his career was going... What is that page? Uh, the IMDb is International Movie Database. It's done by Amazon. It, you look it up and you can find out everything that an actor's been in Got of it. any reputable belief. And his career was going along... Right up until about 2016. Now, they dated for three years before they got married. And so his career was going along. And even though he got the role in This Is Us, there was no guarantee that was going to be a hit till it started taking off and getting wheels. And they got married at about that time. So he started to see his success after they got married based upon what you can read the tea leaves in IMDb. And sometimes that causes a person's priorities to change. And he's gotten several awards now. Um, so he's really, really on the upside. And I think that probably what has happened is that they negotiated new contracts on this as us. Probably. And he just doesn't, they're not in the same place. He's not ready to settle down and have ch kids. And she is. And I believe that he probably wants to move on because he wants to further his career and not settle down at this stage. Would he be entitled to half of hers? Yes. Yeah. If she has, who knows what she wow. has? I don't know. Seven million is, is this, even though it sounds like a lot, is really not that much when it comes to long term. So uh, I know everyone's like, ah, oh, you're rich people, but I'm just telling you, that's for for some of these actors, man, how much money they make? Seven million is nothing. So we're going to continue to uh, talk about divorce and Rudy Giuliani's divorce. We're going to tell some war stories. Denise got some good war stories without telling about the case, but I've got some interesting cases to talk about and then uh, after that we're going to have more fun this is radio law talk i'm your host fred finney call us at 855 law radio or tweet us at radio law talk this is radio law talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station thank you for listening all advertising for legal services on radio law talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed for more information go to radiolawtalk.com 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh huh. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right, then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius me oriere porquestus purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English, if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can't we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have Todd do it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <clears throat> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. 
They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. All that stone. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So, uh, we've been talking about it's like the divorce hour, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. But now Rudy Giuliani talking about he's settling a, a, a divorce of his third I believe this is his third spouse. But some interesting He's got a, back, a pretty good background. This is what I wanted yeah, to say about his background. He was married for 20 years to Donna Hanover. Um, before that, he was married for 14 years to his second cousin, and that marriage was later annulled. And that's kind of an interesting thought there. Yeah. <laughs> an annulment of a 14-year marriage. Yes. Did they have kids on that one? Um, I don't know. I do believe they did. Well, there goes the, uh, never mind. There goes the lack of connubial compromise as a grounds for annulment. It, that's right? what I was going, yeah. yeah. So It's just yeah. interesting because annulments in California are very difficult to get. I don't know which state he got the annulment uh, in. Probably New York, I would think, but it's it's interesting. Well, anyway, he's settling this divorce. The, the, it's being settled. But some of the interesting things are is is how well they're doing, um, and good for them for doing well. Um, I, I'm I'm one of those guys. It's like you know, if you make it, good. You know, good for you. You know, uh, uh, but uh, apparently he has a twelve thousand. That the things they fight over are interesting, and that's what we want to go over. Not necessarily what they're fighting over, but what was involved in the divorce. A twelve thousand uh, dollar know, set of cigars that they that they had to figure out who who got what. Um, a uh, you know they're they basically have a two hundred thirty thousand dollar monthly. Income expense uh, is what it's they have their to budget. Run That's yeah, their what budget. it costs yeah, Their them. budget is two hundred thirty thousand a month. To... How do they get by? Oh my! They they spend thirty five thousand dollars a month on one home. Do you, really? Do, do you yes. Re, do you remember back in the day, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker? Oh yeah. yeah. I remember when that all thing went awry, and then Tim Jim was being prosecuted and all that. I remember Tammy Faye with the heavy. Mascara on. I'm down to my last three hundred thousand dollars, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And everybody's this sitting is there in the south, 80s. and yeah. everybody in the south is going for three hundred thousand bucks. I could retire. What are you talking about? Yeah. And you know, but it doesn't last them very long with with their expense. Yeah. Level. So Giuliani and his current wife, they have um, six houses. They are belong to eleven country club, golf country clubs. Or clubs of some sort. Yes, some memberships. Not, yeah, it depends what the memberships right. are. Right, yeah. and then they spend more than 7000 a month on fountain pens. Well, there's a lot of correspondence that has to occur. 7000 a month or is it yes. just se- or, or $7,000 in fountain pens? No, has. it's a month. I like oh. fountain pens. Yes, <laughs> and then $12,000 a month on his cigars. Those are their budgets. Is that a month or is that a, like, I didn't know that that was their budget. Yeah, no, that's a month. You suppose and he's it, like in a club, Denise, for cigars and fountain pens or something, or it's just a monthly I, number? I, that, I think, that's right. I it, do it, think that's what it is. It was a $230,000 monthly budget, became public, and that included six houses, 11 country club memberships. You've got to pay dues on more than 7000 on fountain pens. That's per month. You think it's wow. got his name on it? He's giving out fountain pens. I'm sure it's maybe a, a promotion. It's a promotion. They're made from real fountains. Yeah. 
And real ink. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So her stipend, the court ordered when they separated, a stipend of 500000 a year is the first stipend. And she's obviously saying, I need more than that. But I didn't right. realize, that's why you got to be careful about having an open divorce, you know. I didn't realize how much he made at the law firm that he works at. At the law firm. At the he, previous firm. Yeah, he earned, well, yeah, but as in, he was there quite some time. $7.9 million a year in 2016 and $9.5 million a year at the law firm in mm-hmm. 2017. Todd Kunin. You are in the wrong law firm and legal business. I, 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 yes and no. Yes and no. I will say this. I will say this. I, I firmly believe I could probably make more money as a lawyer than I make, but I value my time with my kids. My son's 14. He's never going to be this age again. Once they're right. 18 and gone, right. I don't have that, and it's just me with them. And, and what I see in the news, putting aside po- politics, when I see just – the amount of time Juliana spends on travel and dealing with his arguably most prominent client. Right. I can't imagine there's a whole lot of personal time left for him. And to me, I, I, it's not worth it. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. 12000 a year you can live on, right? I, I, I have been. So this is one of the, the fun things about this is most of the properties are listed in Giuliani's name. Right. Except um, for the Manhattan – except for the – yeah, oh, yeah, what, uh, what yeah, it, yeah. What is it? It's not Manhattan. No, no, it's the. Um, um, hold on, I'll think of it. Go ahead, go keep going. It's keep the, going. on the beach. On the beach. Hold on, I'll think of it. It's Hamptons. Nantucket. Is it Hamptons. Nantucket? Hamptons. Hamptons. Yes, yes. Where do you summer? I summer yeah. at the Hamptons up in upstate right. New York. So the Hamptons is in her name only, and there's forty-two thousand dollars associated with upkeep of that house. Month. That a, month. Sh- a month that she is having to handle herself. That's why she's claiming the five hundred thousand dollars stipend is not enough. Well, here's the uh, 500000 a year. Yes. Same. Well, uh, here's the biggest issue, I think, and it's sad. This is sad. Is Giuliani's claiming, that's uh, Rudy is claiming that she ran off with his controls, the cable box, yes. <laughs> silverware plates, which now she's hoarding, and this is forcing him to watch TV shows on his iPad. Yes. <laughs> the fact that the woman took the remote control, my opinion was phenomenal. That is a smart thing to do. Oh, if the my humanity, wife, Fred. If my wife took oh, my remote man. control, yeah, yeah. she would have the upper hand. I'd be going, all right, what do you want? You know, uh, yeah. The, all right, the next 10 years, all my salary. Okay, give me the remote control back. <laughs> you win. <laughs> and then they got into this little beef inside the courthouse. Uh-huh. And that Rudy was complaining because everywhere he went, she would show up. And she was complaining that he looked at her threatening. And, of course, it was not enough information for either of them to get a domestic violence restraining order. Right. So what did the court do? He said, I'm hot, tired of hearing about Mr. Giuliani's personal life. Whoever is in the room first is allowed to stay in that room. <laughs> you see him running like this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, pushing each other apart. You know? Play nice, oh people. Play nice. It's, so, it's hard to do, though, isn't it, for some reason, for yeah, some people? I don't know. I've never been divorced, thank heavens. Yeah, nor I, you thank know? goodness. And, yeah. and you know what? Here's the interesting thing. What people, Denise, argue about, I know of one a, a case that a, a person I know very well that had to deal with. They, they don't forget some of these lawyers are very expensive. You can get a nor the the price of a divorce lawyer. I know Denise, you do it, or they could be really expensive ones, and then it just depends. And these were high-powered uh, divorce lawyers, and they fought over a chair. And these lawyers had to do prepare motions and arguments over 
a chair. And just think of the money. I think the estimate was $6,000 they spent on lawyer's fees over this chair that probably was worth, you know, 500 bucks. I've had former clients that were fighting over the sex toys. What? Absolutely. Well, didn't you say one they – was it Todd? You said that, they had, that you've had one that you knew about that they were the, the Beanie Babies or whatever. Yeah, they, they, they had a stuffed animal collection, and they were both in pro per. We need, neither one had a, had a lawyer. And so they went to court. They took the whole collection into court and argued over what stuff was worth and who should get it there in the court while the court just looked and said – all right, that one goes. To, I mean, it's like it's like Tinder for BB, Beanie Babies. Swipe left, swipe right. But uh, th- that's the one that I heard about from a friend of mine that actually saw it in court. But I have another one that is the craziest thing that I ever saw. It was a doctor. And the doctor and his wife got divorced. And while they were married, he had donated his kidney to her. And so in the divorce, he said, I either want my kidney back or $1.5 million for the kidney because he alleged she had an affair. And so he wants it back. And the court said, if I awarded you the $1.5 million, arguably that would fall under the violation of law for trafficking in human organs. No, organs yeah. So he didn't get it. But the guy wanted his kidney or $1.5 million. That's I, he, I've had cases where people have been enhanced or had surgeries to, that were discretionary type of surgeries. And the other spouse argues Pay that back. I want the money back because I'm not going to be enjoying them anymore. And that's been denied by the judge. Judge said you got it for a period of time. You, you got what you paid for. Can you for. see that argument sitting in court? I was like, it's like, wait a minute. There's nobody in court now. We're about ready to argue the enhancement uh, case and <laughs> who gets what out of it. All of a sudden, well, we, a hundred people in court right now listening. Uh, well, what if the guy says, I didn't get any use and enjoyment during the marriage. That's why I'm getting divorced. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I paid for those. <laughs> in fact, George got to enjoy them more than I did. There's a recent case also on custody of the parrot, and they agreed to a restraint that they would not teach the parrot to say anything negative about the other person. Oh, that's <laughs> and great. that's a fight. It's a custodial fight over a parrot. No, no disparaging comments in front of the parrot. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. We had a great time. Remember, if you want to hear our podcast, go to radiolawtalk.com. We will still be going. Stay tuned. Polly, want a jerk. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio Law Talk. The program continues after this. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Life insurance from low-cost term to business or estate coverage or perhaps a small policy to cover your final expenses, why spend more than you have to? Hi, I'm John David Wells from The Wells Report. Since 1986, AccuQuote has helped hundreds of thousands of folks save a fortune on their life insurance by quickly comparing the rates, features, and financial strength of dozens of top-rated life insurance products right over the phone. Want some examples? A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half-million-dollar 10-year level term policy for less than 45 bucks a month. 
month. Oh, you say you're 60? No problem. Under 120 bucks a month. 20 or 30 year terms, even permanent plans are available. Okay, so you might have some health problems, huh? Lots of us do, but the experts at AccuQuote will still work with you to find the best affordable policy. To find out how much you can save, call AccuQuote today, 877-439-8830. That's 877-439-8830. 877-439-8830. AccuQuote. Call them today. Bates policy forms and availability varies.